You are now listening to Mike's Opinion, Logic Unleashed. That's right, you are now listening to the Mike's Opinion Podcast, where logic is unleashed. How you doing? You know I always want to know how you doing. This is probably going to be a short episode, I just want to let you know. Uh, I started to drop a best of episode from one of my 100 plus episodes, but... I didn't want to do that. I mean, I wanted to do that. I probably should do that. But I'm not going to do that. Because for regular listeners out there, you know, I feel obligated. And I thank you for tuning in. First time and long time listeners. I appreciate all of you. So I feel a duty at this point. You know, a couple years in, over 100 episodes. But I got to tell you, I'm not really here. Today. I'm not really here and I don't want to bring the room down. I don't know where I'm going to go with this episode. You know, I've been thinking about it. Like I said, I, I don't want to say I'm mailing it in, but I just ain't here, y'all. And uh, I will try to do this without crying. To be honest with you, two days ago, my dog died. Unless you are a pet owner and a pet lover and just an all-around decent human. And, you know, I can't say that. I guess there are decent humans that, for some reason, just are not pet people. I don't understand it because I was born into pets. I've had pets my entire life since I was in my mother's womb. I came out into a household with pets. I've had pets. And to me, they're more than pets. They're family. They just don't speak English and they're not in a human body. But I think they, if the soul exists, I think they have them. But I just want to say rest in peace to my dog Sandy. Almost 16 years, 15 plus years of companionship that unless you know what it's like to fall in love with a biological entity that's other than human you won't understand but I'm here to tell you that all the pets I've had and a lot of my friends and family call me Dr. Doolittle because I can literally understand them now I'm not like the movie Dr. Doolittle they don't speak English it doesn't get translated but if they're hungry if they're sad if they're mad if they're happy they want to go outside, if they want to play, they communicate these things to me. If they're upset, I mean, it's just like a human to me. They're just in a different form. And it saddens me. I wish everybody was like that. Uh, you know, I'm opposed to hunting for sport. If you hunting to eat, that's a different story for me. Okay? If you eat what you kill, that's fine. In today's world, we were all birthed into, we have grocery stores where the animals we eat are bred, raised, slaughtered, butchered, and conveniently packaged for our consumption. We don't have to deal with any of the messy stuff. But my dog, who was a lab shepherd mix, she was a mutt, found me. And just let me share that with you 
for any and all that may be interested. Back in 2007, late 2006, 2007, actually, it was 2007. And um, I was living in a different suburb of Dallas than I live now with a different woman. And she and I, another couple in the house next door, another dude and another guy named Lou, who was an old retiree. He was a uh, military veteran, home all day kind of guy, older guy, probably in the 70s. So we're standing in a circle just outside in front of the house I was living in. Just, you know, chatting, just talking. And this pup comes up. She couldn't have been more than six months old, Max. Comes into the crowd. Comes right up to me. Sits down and looks straight up at me. And this retiree guy named Lou says, well, I'll be damned. Do you know this dog? And I said, nope, I've never seen this dog before in my life. He said, I've been trying to catch her for two weeks. I've been seeing her roam around the neighborhood. He even went so far as to put up a lost dog sign in a, um, I'll go ahead and say it, Walmart. Y'all know I'm not sponsored and I hate saying company names. But for this instance, I'll say it. He said, I put up a lost dog sign in Walmart and around the neighborhood. Thinking somebody, you know, the dog got out. And that started the love affair right there. I took her in that day. And she's been with me for the last almost 16 years. And when I tell you, no bond in my life has been closer. Because there's a reason why sayings become sayings, right? They say a dog is man's best friend. And even though she reached up upwards of 120 pounds, she would like lay on me. I remember the first time I took her to the vet to get her checked out. And the vet says, oh, you got a leaner. And, you know, vets are accustomed to dogs. They, they know the traits. And apparently leaning is a trait of certain dogs. And she used to like to touch like I do. Like I'm a compassionate. I'm a touchy. Like, you know, if I'm, I'm with a woman, you know, I've been with my wife. We've been together 12 plus years. But I like to touch. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an affectionate person is the word I'm looking for. I like affection. It makes me think of that song by Riri. Shout out to Rihanna. You know, love and affection. Um, I forget how it starts out. I don't want to ask for too much attention, but I need love and affection. Something like that. But affection. She was very affectionate. She liked to be on you. She liked to touch you. And she would hop up on the couch and lay on me. And I'm like, girl, you are not a lap dog. I used to say that to her all the time, but she reached the end of her days and my heart's broken. I'm going to just keep it 100. I have cried multiple times. And right now, as I'm talking about it, I am surprised that I'm not crying, which lets me know I have taken a step forward in the grieving process where I can talk about her. But I made a little collage and I text family and, and close friends and, you know, right after it happened, basically the same day. 
And when they were, you know, sending their condolences, man, and I'm a man. I'm just going to keep it 100. I'm, I'm, I'm a hetero straight man and I'm from the streets of New York, blase, blase, but I'm not afraid to be myself and be in touch with my feelings, all of my feelings. I know back in the days, you know, you used to say, man, ain't supposed to cry. Well, fuck that. I think real men do cry. So I'm not ashamed to admit that I cried. I, you know, this, I had my dog Sandy before I met my wife. My wife is still going through it. Like, her and Sandy bonded too. And, you know, I don't know if you know anything about big dogs, but their legs, you know, the, the hind legs give out first. So she could no longer make it up the stairs for like the last two years. You know, and, um, you know, then she would just become, she still had an appetite. She still would drink water. She's up until the last couple of weeks. She, you know, the last few weeks, actually, she still wanted to play. You know, every time I go out the door, she's, you know, where are you going? Are you coming back? You know, wherever I went in the house, she was right there. I, yo, listen. Enrich your life. There are a lot of pets out there that need good homes. Now, I have had, let me just go down the list. Birds, fish, fish of all kinds. Okay. Dogs, cats, snakes, um, uh, hamsters, guinea pigs, hermit crabs. Uh, I don't think I'm leaving anything out. And I treat them all, like I said, like family. Now, of course, a hermit crab you wouldn't believe they have personalities, but they do. You know? But dogs and cats, those of you that follow, uh, again, thank you for doing so, but you know, I lost both of my cats that I also had for 15 years, just about a year ago. And they both had distinct personalities. One was an orange tabby, the other one was an Egyptian male. Very distinct personalities, but everybody was always impressed when they came to the house on how communicative they are, how outgoing they are, you know. One was a little more shy than the other, but one, as soon as you come in, he's like, meow, meow, he's in your face, pet me, touch me, how you doing? He would reach out his paw, and the orange tabby, his name was Harry, and Sandy, best of friends. Like they would lay on each other, lay together, put paws on top of each other. Like I have pictures of this. I have videos of this. This, you know, is just amazing. So for the first time in my life, and y'all know I'm in my mid-50s, I am living without a pet. And I will get some new ones eventually. But not right now. Right now, like I said, I'm just... I'm grieving, I'm missing my dog, I'm missing Sandy, and um, it's going to take a minute, it's going to take a while, actually, so rest in peace to my dog, Sandy, I love you so much, and maybe our souls will meet again, you know, the Eric Batu song, I'll see you next lifetime, but that's what's going on, 
with me. So I really didn't do a whole lot of prep like I normally do for the shows. This was going to be an update episode. And for y'all that regularly follow me, the I know I have been saying this shit for like a year now. The UFO series, it probably will start with an episode, is coming. I'm still chiseling away at it. And I realize I'm being too perfect with that shit. Just to be honest with you. So, I don't even know if I'm going to start with the series. It may be an indirect series. Just something that continues. Like, not episode after episode. I'll do one episode. Do regular episodes. Then I'll drop another episode. That kind of thing. It's just so important to me. The, you know, my personal experiences. Yes. I have seen UFOs on multiple occasions. And the theories I have on what they could or could not be. You know, so. Forgive me for not being prepared because, like I said, I am grieving a loss of my dog who was near to me and dear to me. But in an effort to do some kind of show and have this, I just pulled up some stuff a little while ago. And I, I, you know, I'm drinking. I am drinking vodka. Can y'all hear that? That is vodka. And I haven't really had a drink, but I, I felt like I was going to treat myself tonight. But I'm going to run through these real quick. If you don't know, former Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev died. He rocked with um, with Ronald Reagan to take that Iron Curtain down. So I don't know how I feel about saying rest in peace to Gorbachev because, you know, Soviet you know, president, but he was 91. 91, that's a good life, right? You see life expectancy, I would think, right? Yo, switching gears here for a minute. Let me know, Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com, or hit me up on any of the socials. Do you believe in climate change? I do. And let me tell you why. You can call it whatever you want. But since the Industrial Revolution, we have been contributing negatively to the environment of the planet Earth by pollution. And people say, oh, the, the Earth, the, the, the critics say, the Earth's too large for us to affect it. Really? To that I say, have you ever heard of the butterfly effect? Look it up. It's where small thing can change big things and it's the same thing aside from that historically the earth's crust has shifted i don't know if you know this but the north and south pole have not always been where they're at on planet earth they have moved so whether it's man's effect or just time, the earth feels like it needs to change because it is alive and it is moving. Not just rotating on its axis, the entire planet, but the planet itself, the oceans, the land masses, the winds. It's all alive. It's all active. So, 
the floods in Pakistan and Mississippi, the heat. tornadoes, all of these things seem to be increasing. I don't even want to say seems, are increasing in frequency and intensity. Just last winter, there was a disaster. Here in Texas, where I currently reside, people died because the electricity grid, because Texas is so special, They have their own electrical grid. And the shit is old and deteriorating. It made it through the summer, though. And, you know, I grew up in the projects in New York City. And when we had a heat wave, you know what we did? We laid on the floor. My grandmother used to raise. She rest in peace. Shout out to Nana. We made what we call a pallet on the floor. Some sheets. Put the fan on us. Box fan. And lay still. Drink some cool drinks. Because we didn't have no air conditioning. In the projects. Not even a window unit. Some people did. We didn't. So I learned how to deal with heat. Now. It helped. That we was high in the sky. You know, we went on the first floor, so that breeze was a little bit extra. So that helped. We opened up all the windows, but wasn't nothing but hot ass air coming in there. But just like I always use this example because it's recent and people can relate to it. Just like when the trade centers and, and, and 9-11, the World Trade Towers, um, you know, came down. The Twin Towers came down. World Trade Center came down. And it was a surprise to most everyone. Because there were some people that knew, not going there today. Yeah, I know I digress, but I'm not going there today. But it will be a surprise if there's a major landmass shift and billions and billions of people die. Right? Empire Rome fell. The dinosaurs have become extinct. It's only a matter of time before our world as we know it goes through a monumental and drastic change. I am not trying to scare you or anyone else. I am speculating on our future. And I think it's inevitable. I do not recall. The heat, feeling like it does now. Now, of course, when you're a kid, you don't really pay much attention to the heat. The older you get, the more sensitive you are to heat. Maybe that's the case. Maybe this is all somebody's dream. Maybe this is all the matrix. I could speculate all day on what our perception of this reality is. But what I can tell you is, Statistically, shit's getting hotter. Floods are more extreme. Hurricanes are more powerful. Shit's ramping up. And that's real talk. If you've seen any video, they say one third of Pakistan is underwater. So if you believe in prayer, let's say 
a little prayer for them. Let's bring some some positive vibes and positive thoughts to them because there are people out there suffering. They thought it was going to be worse in Mississippi, but it wasn't. Moving on, guess what just uh, made a comeback? Have you heard? Machine guns. There are conversion kits that can change regular handguns into machine guns. And of course, long guns into machine guns. People are 3D printing them. And since 2019 till now, 2022, machine gun usage has gone up 1,400%. Huh? Yo, watch yourself out there, yo. For all of you that know, and for those of you that don't know, wifey and I stay strapped. I almost said in the house and not the house. But we're not toting in the house, but we can get to it quickly. And just one thing back on pets real quick. Again, rest in peace, Sandy. God, I miss that dog. Usually when I'm recording, she's right here laying next to me. She's been in some episodes making noise, like stopping episodes. I had to go let her out. She'll come and like give me the look. Hey, and it's almost like I could hear her mentally, you know, mental telepathy. But pets, dogs, and cats. I don't know about other pets, but these two have been early warning devices. They let me know if somebody's at the door, at the window, if the doorbell rang, if I didn't hear it, and will come get me. When I lived in Florida, funny story. True story. I had a black cat named Lucky. And this cat was special. I'm going to tell you this story too. And I know you're like, ah, so with the pet stories. This is for my pet people. All right. Like I said, I'm feeling away today. This is 30 years ago, plus 30 plus years ago. My first wife, my current wife is only my second wife. Christmas Eve. In the panhandle of Florida, on a whim, my then wife and I decided to get a pet for my daughter. It's 11.30 at night, Christmas Eve. By ch- It's almost like this was meant to happen. We called the local pound and I'll be damned if somebody didn't answer the phone. This man answers the phone and we say, Merry Christmas. By any chance, can we come get a pet right now? And he says, well, we don't have many. We got a couple of cats if you want to you know, come take a look. We said, sure. It was about a 30-minute drive. So we drove. We get there. This little kitten. I don't know. Pets find me. I don't know how. But they do. But he looked at us. Jet black. All black. I know they have a stigma behind them. But money green. Bright money green eyes. And he's just meow meow. The guy proceeds to tell us. Where this cat came from. A few weeks back. The mother of this cat. Got ran over in the street while giving birth. 
And he was the only one that survived. The second he told us that story, I knew his name. I named him Lucky. We took Lucky home. And you fast forward a couple years later. We have my daughter who's grown with her own kids now. My daughter was not rough with the cat intentionally, but kids are learning, right? In that learning process, I remember walking into the living room one day. She is swinging the cat around, going around in circles. She's two, swinging the cat by his tail. She lets him go. Of course, cat lands on his feet. And I'm like, no, 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 don't do that, no. You know, and Lucky just turned around and went back and rubbed up against my daughter like we good. But that's not the story I wanted to tell you. Was least in the house we were in. I'm asleep. I was had a night job at the time. And my wife's at work. I'm at home alone. We had called in a uh, a refrigerator repairman. And they he had the key to the house. I'm knocked out. Back down the hallway in the bedroom. Lucky comes, jumps up on the bed. Meow, meow, meow. He jumps on my stomach because I'm laying on my back. Meow, meow, meow. I toss him off the bed. Yo, man, what you doing? Sleep. He jumps right back up. Meow, meow, meow. Yo, what you doing? I threw him on the other side of the bed. I had a king-size bed. Yo, chill. He gets back on me. Puts his face, his basically his nose on my nose, on my face, and meow. I'm like, what? What? And at that point, I still didn't get that he was trying to tell me something. So I'm just letting him chill. I'm thinking he's going to lay down like he does sometimes on my chest and purr and go to sleep. We go back to sleep. I still didn't do nothing. He takes his paw and he smacks me in the face. Like, not hard, but pat, 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 pat. Now, I'm thinking, okay, this he's never done. This is unusual. So I get up and I'm like, I, I sit up and I'm like, what? He jumps down and runs to the bedroom door. And then I hear something in the kitchen. And I was about to grab my pistol because I had a pistol. I've kept the pistol basically since I was 15. So I go in the kitchen and this is the typical repairman scene. He's bent down, working on the bottom of the refrigerator, and all I see is ass crack. It's storming outside. Now, I don't know if you've ever lived in Florida, but storms pop up on and off constantly. Like, like every 15 minutes, it's a serious, like, thunderstorm, right? So, right next to the refrigerator, like, right next to it, was the a doorway into the living room. And this was just an opening basically in the wall, you know, just a doorway. And it didn't have any doors or anything on it. So I'm talking to the dude and I'm like, yeah, my cat woke me up, blase, blase. I've got two hands on the, on the walls inside. I'm in the doorway. Lightning hits the house. And I still don't know to this day if the, the lightning electricity threw me or my my reaction threw me, 
But I was tossed about seven feet from that doorway into my couch. Actually, probably about 10 feet. And the refrigerator repairman lost his mind. Oh, he, he dropped his phone twice trying to call. I'm, I'm trying to tell him, no, no, no. I, it was hard for me to speak. No, no, no. Don't call. No, no. Don't call 911. Don't call 911. Anyway, I got him not to call 911. I was shaking, but I felt okay. I was conscious. It was an indirect lightning strike. Um, it was, it was very strange, but that was one of three times that I have been struck by lightning. I've been struck by lightning three times in my life. So, yeah. There's that. Um, I'm not sure what I was even talking about to get to that point. I was talking about guns on the street and uh, the machine guns and, oh, heat waves and, and stuff of that nature. And I don't know how I got to talking about pets. I was going somewhere with that. And maybe I'll remember. I don't recall at this time. Moving on. Now, I don't know if you know, recently, there was a lottery prize of $1.34 billion. It's the second largest Mega Millions jackpot. The winner has not picked up their prize yet. Whenever I see this, this isn't the first time I have, as you know, I've seen this. You see on the news, oh, you got 10 more days to pick up your prize, whatever. I'm thinking either they don't know, they ain't checked their ticket, or they lost the ticket, or they was already balling, or comfortable at least, and they taking their time, or three, they just, are waiting, you know, for whatever reason. They're taking their time. I guess that's not really three. It's only two. They're just waiting. And they're going to build a trust, keep their anonymity. Um, I believe it was in Illinois where they won that. So I wanted to mention that story because what would you do? Let me tell you something. What I would have did, I would have had that money in the banks by now. I would be probably somewhere tropical, eating, shopping, sleeping, lounging with the the breeze off of some large body of water. I would be a wet noodle because I'm getting massages every day. Like I'm for a few months, I'm decompressing my life. All the stress from my life, I'm going to purge that shit from me. Okay. And I love massages. As I said, I'm an affectionate man. I like being touched. I like touching. It's just me. So, and there's nothing better than a, a woman with soft hands rubbing you. Now, you know. Things have been tough lately business-wise. I really haven't been able to afford the, the Manny Petty situation. But the pedicures, man, let me tell you. Ooh, the way them ladies rub my calves and my feet. Spectacular. So I'll be doing three, four hour, you know, four-handed massages. I'm not talking about happy endings. If that happens, whatever, whatever. But that's not what I'm talking about. 
I'm talking about just relaxation. So I hope y'all didn't lose the ticket, whoever you are. And if you do, I hope the wind blows it from Illinois to me in Texas. That's all I'm saying. One could hope, right? One can just wish. We can wish. So, yo, Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. I really want to know what y'all think about this next question. Do you think former President Trump is going to prison? That's the question. I don't think he is. I mean, Bernie Madoff went to prison. Rich people do, but it's and it's increasing because they never used to, but now they do some of the time. But I think he would just, he'll take one to the dome on his own, I think, before he lets that happen. And his his fan base is devout. So I don't think, um, I don't think that's going to happen. He could be a fugitive and he'd be straight. They people would put him up and hide him, but don't ever estimate the right amount of money offered for him. People might, um, people might write him out. Did you know that black tea is possible may lower your risk of death? Look, y'all, once again, that have followed me, my day ones, I appreciate y'all. If you are first timer, you know, welcome and I appreciate you too as well. But I'm a big fan of Eastern medicine. Here in the West, you know, it's all for profit. Okay. I think it's possible. Food manufacturers, governments, hospitals, all these pharmaceutical companies, they're all in cahoots to keep us well enough to be a labor pool, but lethargic enough to not be creative and to think clearly. That being said, when I read this story about the possibility that black tea may lower your risk of death. Now, usually when you see claims like this, you know, it may lower blood pressure. It may, you know, reduce your risk of diabetes. This says reduce your risk of death, period. Like you, you are less likely to die if you drink black tea. And I was like, wow, that's. Pretty amazing, of course, antioxidants and all of these other things that they have in them. So consult with your doctor before you implement anything that I say here. Okay, I just want to always preface that. Don't say, yo, Mike of the Mike's Opinion Podcast told me to drink black tea and I fell down the steps or whatever. You know, nah. You are responsible for yourself. Do whatever you want with this information. But I'm here to try to help. I always like to try to help. Artemis 1 launch got scrubbed this week. They're going to shoot again Saturday. So we're going back to the moon, y'all. And they got Artemis 1, 2, 3, 4 already planned. Um, I know somebody that works at NASA. They was out there at the launch. And, you know, good luck to us exploring the stars. I, of course, y'all know I want to live another 50 I don't know if that's going to happen, but maybe I'll have the opportunity to leave the planet. If I haven't already, that's for one of the UFO shows. Supposedly, there are many people that have left the planet, Travis Walton being one of them. If you, and like I said, I'm not 
here to promote anybody. I'm not sponsored. I'm not getting paid by anybody. I'm just telling you my personal opinion. Check out a movie and a, more importantly, the book called Fire in the Sky. It uh, tells the story of Travis Walton, which I'll get into in the UFO series. But he was gone for five days and claims he has recollection of having left the planet. I, you know, I'm about to dive in, but I'm not going to. Just, just, just wait for that. NASA also just released a, just a spectacular image of what they call a phantom galaxy. Like the Webb, Hubble, these, these, te- these telescopes, you know, that they're releasing publicly. Who knows what they've seen? Right? I was on one of the good news websites. Okay. And I do that. Like I said, I didn't do my normal research, but I did do some, some poking around. And before I did start recording, cause like I said, I'm really not here today. Um, but I'm doing the best I can to move forward and to continue on. But, uh, a school teacher in Canada found a fossil that may be 300 million years old. And recently, here in Texas, as a matter of fact, because it's been so dry, the drought relieved a dinosaur's footprints that were 140 million years old. Now, to my knowledge, carbon carbon dating stuff, which is the way they find out how long these things have been here, are pretty accurate. I don't know what you believe in. Some people believe certain stories that say the Earth is only 2,000 years old. But scientifically, it's proven, I believe, without any shadow of a doubt, that life was roaming planet Earth hundreds of millions of years ago. This planet, Earth, is old. Now, our universe, this verse, if there's a multiverse, perhaps, but this universe is 14 plus, almost 14 billion years old. So, a million plus is the drop in the bucket compared to that. You know, one billion is a thousand million. So, who knows what's What's really on this rock of ours? The third rock from the sun, as it's commonly referred to. Another bit of good news, some Boston officers rescued a father and son floating on a cooler. And I often wonder to myself, and you know, I've been on the water a few times, uh, not a whole, whole lot. But how do you get to that point? You need to be rescued. Like, man in water, you know, man in the air. You know, we don't have wings and we don't have gills. But we, you know, explore all of that shit. We really do. And we get hemmed up a lot. Hemmed up a lot. There is a company that is mass-producing t-shirts from mass-produced t-shirts. And supposedly closing a wasteful fashion loop. And when I read this, I thought to myself, this is only, the loop is only closed if they have a deal where people 
send them back the t-shirts that they're manufacturing and it just keeps getting recycled, 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 recycled. Have you ever looked at the shit that you throw out? Even the stuff that you recycle, which a lot of times don't. Like it does not get recycled. You know, we just keep tossing shit out and just it goes away. Especially here in the United States. A lot of people used to burn their trash back in the days. We should get back to that. We should all have many burn pits wherever we live. Now, we did in the projects. One of the most efficient things. I was just talking to my homeboy about this. In the projects where I live, in New York City, we had incinerators. Every floor had access to them. It was probably, I don't know, two foot by two foot hole, and it had a, a metal door. I suspect it was made of iron, and you stuffed your trash in it, and it fell all the way down into the basement into a pit of fire. Why doesn't every building have an incinerator? Why don't we burn our trash? Bring back the incinerator. And, you know, with today's technology, we should be able to improve upon that. You know, the incinerator, it worked. It was efficient. Unless somebody fucked it up and threw some shit down there that they was not supposed to, which happened often. But for the most part, it worked. Well, I don't know. I feel like I'm rambling. Like I said, I'm just, I didn't want to do a best of episode. I wanted to at least try. Like I said, my heart is heavy. I'm sad and I think I'm going to just um, end it here for this episode. And I'll, I'll see you next week. Hopefully I'll be at least a little bit better than I am now. I ask all of you to please Support the show, please. I know it takes a little time and a little effort. But if you can share this show and and help me grow it, that would be greatly appreciated. Share. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's easy to hear people say that, right? Share, like, follow, subscribe, um, comment. But get involved for me if you would. I, I You know, I ask every episode because you almost have to. Because 1% of people respond. It's just the, it's just the facts. You know, you'd be lucky if you get 3%. So if you don't mind taking a moment to support the show and um, help me spread the word, if you like it and if you're a regular listener, I appreciate you greatly. If you have the means to contribute, if you are a listener that's sitting on fat stacks, that's doing very well, you know, $5, $500, $5,000. I need new equipment. I need to market. You know, the marketing budget is one of the biggest things. Or in kind. If you have, you know, equipment, quality equipment sitting around you're not using, just shoot me an email. Say you'd like to send it to me. I'll give you my address. I have a link to the GoFundMe, to my GoFundMe out there. And um, Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, anywhere you want to do it. But, uh, any support of any kind that you would like to do would be greatly appreciated. So, before I go, though, I just want to say to all my pet owners out there, cherish 
your time with your pets. Look at them today. Because I can't look at mine. She's gone. All I can look at is pictures. So, as always, I thank you for listening. I'm Mike, and this is the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic Unleashed. Unleashed.